we gotta pay royalties. Oh my damn, my bad. Now we gotta that pay royalties. I was unreleased. I'm sorry, my bad, y'all. You out here singing the fucked up, the exclusive. Yeah. It's just stuck in my head now. What you want me to do? I was gonna say that's what you get for arriving early, but that was the case this time. <laughs> you. Hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This is the For The Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? It is. I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, a.k.a. El Capitan, a.k.a. El Cap, a.k.a. Caps Lock, a.k.a. The Backwood Ninja, mm-hmm. a.k.a. The Left, mm-hmm. a.k.a. The Savior, a.k.a. Texas Frankie, mm. a.k.a. Two Sauce to be the boss. New one. I, you know, you know how we do. You know how we do? How are you, beloved? Excelente. Excelente, man. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear it. Shit. Make sure my shit was right. Sorry about that, y'all. Um, I lost myself in the intro. Where we at? Church announcements. Oh, yeah. ah. <laughs> Church announcements. Ah. Follow the show on everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the Dojo on IG at the Dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a motherfucking friend, and all that good shit like that. There. Now, you over there dropping shit? <laughs> That's what I do. You over there dropping shit, man. I drop shit and I, I turn the levels down. You look, you got mad shit going on over there. No, no I'm chilling. <laughs> just... Making sure you was comfortable. You gotta be comfortable. You gotta be quiet during the church announcements. No, no, no. I'm the, I'm the one with the phone going off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You supposed to have that shit under control before we get, get it. Record, get bro. it. You good? Everything straight? I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. This <laughs> nigga's crazy. <laughs> Yo, first and foremost, it's Black History Month, bro. You gotta be respectful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Black History Month is every day, as long as we got America. I mean, well, yeah, America, but Black History is American history. But you know, I'm feeling very um, niggerish today. Okay, but I mean, in the <laughs> best way possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm feeling very. I'm black every day. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling, you know, I, February comes around. You know, the superpowers we talk about activate. You got just told people. You know what I mean, what's what's the thing that the the peacocks do? They don't fly. But they do. But the, they want to. They get a running start. Nah, with the with the feathers or something like that. The flare or some shit. They, yeah, they they say it with their chest. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I'm feeling, man. Right. Whatever that means. That's that's how I'm feeling, bro. So happy Black History Month to all of my um black men, black women, black children, black babies, old folks, cats, dogs, and all of that good shit like that. Mm, we ain't figure nobody this time. No, man. I gotta get everybody, that's bro. Right. It's Black History Month, man. Yo, but I, I will say, I know it's Black History Month, but I, I want to talk about that video we just watched. Because even though it's Black History Month, month, excuse me, white people out here shooting each other, and I think that needs to be highlighted. We need to talk about that type of shit. 
So if y'all haven't seen this video of my man in PA gunning people down over some snow, over shoveling, let me be clear. I, we don't the situation condone, is tense out there. We don't condone violence here. That escalated quickly. You know what I'm saying? But it just shows you that you need to watch who you're talking to. <laughs> And no matter what the situation is, because you don't know what people are going through, you don't know what they got on them. And true that, my man, they was arguing over some snow or shoveling. I believe it was shoveling, and the young white woman pulled out a gun, started firing, and then my man that she was firing at came back, shot her, shot her dude. I'm assuming it was her husband or her mate. Came back, click clack, shot them. They were both down. He went in the house, got the AR. Said, the, wait, I ain't done. Took the time to load it. You know what I'm saying? Took the time to load it, came back outside, and shot both of them again. He said, I'll be back. <laughs> he came in. I think we need. Shot her in the back of the dome. Fam, we need to um really take a look at white on white violence because it's really destroying our country right now. And First of all, y'all out here really brolic with the pieces. This shit would have never gone down if she ain't have to flash her piece. And you know what? Don't flash your piece. You should have just shot him if you're going to take the piece out. And now, you know what? That makes me think, like, this is why everybody don't need weapons, bro. Because out there, everybody's apparently packing. Fam, because if you get gunned down over some snow. Over some snow. Some shit, snow. Jersey City, everybody would have been dead. What? If it was that type of tension, we got what thirty inches of snow. You know how many people would have got shot if it, if everybody would have been dead on top of the mound of snow. Fam. It would have been snowman, dead man. So I, I implore you, if you're in a uh, 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 gun friendly state, mind your business. All right, because because someone and don't talk no shit. Don't talk no shit. Mind there won't be business. no shit. Mind your business because nobody's playing with you. I mean, I'm I'm RIP to those two people who lost their lives. I, I don't know I don't know if they're dead or not, but I'm gonna say RIP anyway, because I don't think she's they definitely dead. I don't think they survived. The dude in the house, I'm not sure, but it sounded like he caught a lead salad too. Fam, he close range with an AR fifteen? Yeah, I don't think you're gonna make it. But it was off camera, so I don't know. It sounded like he It sounded like, like yeah, like uh, the camera caught all of it, you know what I mean? But when he went in the house you just assumed he left it with nobody else in there. Fam. Especially how he did the wife. He said, blah. Yeah, that shit was wild. So if you're in PA, stay safe, stay dangerous, and keep your ass in the house. Don't shit flex. Is, don't do nothing. Don't even shovel your front, your driveway or nothing because you mm. get smoked. <laughs> you get smoked just shoveling. Yeah, you get smoked Or shoveling. not shoveling. Shovel right. <laughs> Sho you better shovel correct out here. You know, that was always an argument on my block because... You know, you digging your car out, you 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 put the snow on somebody else's in front of somebody. Oh else's yeah, car. that's a problem. Yeah, that's an altercation. That's a that, that's definitely an issue. Like, yo, you know how long I was shoveling? Yeah. You just gonna fill up the hole? Yeah. Pause. That I I intended on returning to. <laughs> you stretched it with that. I did, <laughs> but all right. That was that was that was that was notable. That was a justified that one. That was justified. Okay. That was justified. Yo, you heard Screech died. Yeah, I did, man. Yo, R.P. Screech from Saved by the Bell. He passed from um, I think he had cancer or something like that. 
but he passed. I think it was last week. We forgot to mention it. Well, I forgot to mention it. Well, our Peter Screech, he um, he actually was in some bullshit. So I don't know if we need to say R. P. to him. What you mean he was in some? Bullshit? I think he got, he's in trouble for like sexual allegations or some shit like that. He was doing yeah. some nasty shit. Well, he'd been in Hollywood for a long time, so there's that. Hollywood will do that to you. So you're saying everybody in Hollywood is nasty? Yes. <laughs> From what it seemed like, people just don't tend to like, I mean, they get caught out there in a lot of situations. Not everybody, but yeah, I'm, 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 listen, way. I'm, I'm, I'm speculating. I don't have all of the facts in front of me right now, but allegedly he was involved in some sexual allegations that led him to be in trouble. Mm. So RP to, um, to Screech. But I think I think it was cancer that he died from. Mm. So RP to him. Yeah, but more than likely, being in Hollywood for that long, yeah, you're gonna be into some nasty shit. Something ridiculous. So yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, cause I watched Saved by the Bell for a little bit. So I just wanted to give, you know I me, mean, my condolences to Screech because even though allegedly he was in some bullshit, I did enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you into some nasty shit, he was the fun. He was the he was the one that brought the clowns out. Yeah, because he was a clown in the show. Yeah, what? So he, he made like, clowns cool. He was like the nerd in the show. He was right? yeah. yeah. He was the nerd clown. He was definitely on some clown shit. On Wasn't the show. he always chasing after Lisa? He was always chasing after one of them. Lisa I don't was, remember because I, I, I don't remember the show too well. I think but. Lisa was the black one. My memory is bad. Yeah, he, yeah, he had a thing for her. Yeah, so he was always chasing her around, and she would never give him no rhythm at all. She was like, "Yo, get your gear up." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Hold on." He was always trying though. He never gave up. He's like Urkel. Yeah. So, uh, what the fuck is Jaleel White doing? Who knows? All right, we moving on. Nobody cares. All right, uh, <laughs> local news. Local news. Um, shout out to Tawana Moody. She is the first civilian to lead the Jersey City Police. She's the first civilian to be the Jersey City Police Director. Um, that is the Oversight Committee in Jersey City. She is in charge of that. They are focusing on um, accountability with the police and the community so shout out to her for shout out to director moody for that um i think that's dope because we do need more people from our community watching over what the police do in our community mm. um you know i don't like fuller but he did do this so i'm gonna give credit where it's due hmm. so i mean that's a good thing i i He's full of shit. He is. I was trying not to say, don't, I'm not trying to slander him right now. I'm consistent. I'm consistent too, but you know, we got to give credit where it's due. He did one good thing out of all the bullshit he's done. Okay. So shout out to Director Moody for that. Hopefully she can get some of these cops off our goddamn blocks because they're not doing shit. I seen a cop, (laughs) I seen a cop around my way, watch three cars run a light and he was in his, car eating snacks chilling so shout out to Jersey City Police for for being for, for ser- being fed up for serving with paperwork they clearly not, fam they be sitting in the car with the squad lights on not doing a guy sometimes thing. yeah not a fucking thing I'm convinced that you could smoke somebody in front of a cop and he'll be like yo can you just move the body from the front of the truck please they do nothing in the city 
I don't know. I don't even know if we need them for real. Jersey City is has yeah, it's days in certain areas. I mean, we all right. Let's be fair, right? There are periods in the city where shit does get crazy. You know, you have some incidents of violence, some minor be specific cops. Specific yeah. cops in specific districts who yeah, get but, away with a lot of shit. Yeah, but but they don't even they supposed to be out there watching the community, but it's like niggas still trap out there. They be trapping in front of the police. Oh yeah. They don't do shit. They never stop. The, they the, just get caught sleeping. See, the thing is it's always usually politics too. Yeah. You know, when uh when they say they gotta prove something or they if they wanna prove something, then okay, let's lock everybody up. Same thing with tickets. Parking enforcement. Well that's just They're like, like what? oh, oh you running for campaign? That shit no. is what they do their job like what? One week a month? There you go. Just like this. They sleep in every other time and then when they gotta prove that they have a job to do, then they do it. And when they do it, they they do it. They do it up. Like, there was one person that fucking... They withheld everybody's money at welfare. Right? Mm, I remember this. They withheld everybody's stamps and shit, and it was an operation Mm. to catch these people who were behind on their child support payments. So they didn't give them any of their uh, stamps or any benefits, Mm -hmm. had them come in, it didn't arrest them. And then locked the ass up. And there was like at least like 300 detectives there for every assigned person. And they were just arriving. They were like, oh, you? Oh, you didn't get your thing? Come this way. What's your name? Okay, you're under arrest. Boom. Locking them up. But then they don't do that ever again. They just did it to show you they could do it. And then, so again, why do we need police again? No, we nobody knows. Nobody. I don't knows. think we really need police, man. They do more harm than good. You know, under the day, if it, you live in a a hood, that shit gonna fix itself. I mean, ideal, ideally, I mean, if the like, I will say, like my neighborhood, shout out to Van Austin, like my neighborhood, shit goes down once in a while, mm-hmm. but the community really polices themselves. Like we don't really need cops over because there. for what then they're gonna come in and complicate things right because they don't do anything like like i was saying like during the summertime they was running down on niggas all day all day but now they still out there trapping ain't shit going on mm-hmm. they'll ride by with their lights on but nobody's they'll still serve somebody right uh-huh. there uh-huh. so it's like y'all not really what are we paying y'all for what are y'all getting paid for rather to lock me up to lock you up right the right. innocent you know Yeah Cause I look like Somebody who did something Nah fam Nah fam But yeah Shout out to um The the police I guess For not doing anything Um Alright Before we get into anything else I wanna slander a few people You ready Go on Alright so Go forth In the history of black his- in, in the In the spirit of black history Month rather Right I want us As a community To start calling people stupid again we're in, a, we're in a period right now where, you know, you can't, everyone, everyone is, is inclusive. Everything is like, you know, you got to be sensitive because people are different. You got to be, you know, understanding of people's um, differences and shit like that. Me right now, 4K, in 2021, I'm saying fuck that. I'm saying don't tell me I got to be anything. I'm saying we need to, don't we, tell me we, need to, to shit. we need to be more vocal about calling people stupid. I'm saying this. Because rapper Lulu Uzi Vert, are you familiar? 
think I know where you're going. He put a diamond in the middle of okay, his forehead. Okay, Majin Buu, right in the middle of his fucking head. He put yeah. a fucking diamond in the middle of his forehead. Allegedly, the diamond is worth $24 million. And he pierced it in the middle of his forehead. Huh. We need to start calling people stupid again. I think we need to bring back shaming. We need to bring back bullying. So how we know that that shit ain't just going to fall out if he get capped real hard? Or if he on a roller coaster ride and that shit just stop abruptly and he go face first into the thing? I don't... Were there warnings saying that this was a stupid and dangerous... You know uh, how you you know how you say everybody don't need money. I think this is an example of everybody don't need money. T- t- I'm gonna walk through this because I saw this right, and I was like, why? Why? Why would you do that? Allegedly, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. If it is, if it, if you have a 24 million dollar diamond, right, center of your head, your first thought is to pierce it on your forehead. Not take the money, maybe flip it, do something else. Wear it. Buy some stuff. Anything else. You could have wore it. Like, that would be... You get a nice... It's a nice looking diamond. It's pink. It looks... You know, it's a decent size. It's a nice looking diamond. I saw it. You could have put it on your finger. Around your neck. Nah, I'm about to fuck the game up. I'm gonna put it right in my forehead. Right. Right. What happens when you want to upgrade? Do they install like a, a 2.5? What if it's 80? We need carat? to start calling people. <laughs> we need to start calling people stupid, cause that's dumb. We, again, we need to bring back bullying. Bullying saves lives, bro. Shaming people saves lives. You ever come? You come out? You ever go outside on your hood, and you wearing some bullshit, and a homie slander you <laughs> to save you from going to the mall? Exactly. And guess what you do? You never wear that outfit again. Shaming works, bro. We need to bring back shaming. Because if enough... It help you grow up, you know. It's called getting roasted. I think if roasted. enough people shamed Lil Uzi, he wouldn't have did that. It's not enough... That's what happens when you everybody around you say yes. Nobody decided to say, like, yo, that was a bad idea. Nobody. Like, nobody. All these people around you, and nobody said, yo, fam, you look dumb. What if he accidentally walk into a glass? I do you one even better. He uh-huh. posted a picture with him bleeding already. Already? Already. Whoops. He posted a picture and it was blood coming from the the diamond in his forehead. And he posted this. And he posted it. You dumb as hell, man. You dumb as hell. And now apparently Just go get help, man. Go immediately. Apparently there's another rapper by the name of Sauce Walker from I think he's from Houston, right? Apparently he did this first. Cause he put a diamond on his cheek Okay So now it's like face jewelry beef mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he got bedazzle on his face Basically It's Black History Month Why y'all doing this? If people gonna do what they want I know but I like I say what I want So these jokes are gonna fly I, I want us to bring back bullying We have to I think it's necessary Everybody has been walking around like shit is sweet And we need to remind people that shit ain't sweet that you will get laughed at. You gotta start laughing people out the room, bro. There's not enough of that going on. So you telling me this man could wear a man purse, skinny jeans, big goofy sneakers, and he has a diamond in the middle of the forehead, and that's okay. Well, it's not okay because he's bleeding. So he's not okay. 
So he gotta get okay. And we have that removed. Take this L. Put out another album. We gotta call. We gotta call people stupid. More and more. I think we. As a does sip- this shock you? Coming from Uzi. <sighs> yes and no. I say. I say. I see this attitude already in him from day one. He don't give a fuck. He gonna do shit like this. And then he competing with the likes of other people who are doing shit as just as crazy. I knew I knew he was um eccentric. I just didn't know that he would push the limits like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, he did. He definitely did. Yeah, I I yeah. Can we I just want us to bring back bullying. I want us to bring back bullying. I think the the generation after us skip like it's like the anti-bullying killed off bullying and now the evolution of things is that we needed bullying to rectify we need, dumb we need shit. balance bro we need balance some kids need to be bullied just a little bit enough so, yeah, they, not, not, so they get it right right not like shape you up not to the point where it's traumatizing I don't want you to hurt yourself. You'll survive too. You'll be all right. You can't get hurt over jokes. That's the problem right there. You know what I mean? You gotta let the jokes go. Why and, not? And that's where we're at. We can't joke on people. We can because you know they start crying and shit. Or they say you're you're or they will say you're you're bullying me or you're something phobic me. Or you're you're I say, you know, you getting bullied if uh if if they're coming for your family and shit. Or they really assault you on a regular basis. That's like bullying that is, okay, that's bad. That's abuse. That's not even bullying. Uh, uh, bullying is abuse when it's to that extreme. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But a little bit of, we're going to bully you with these words and these jokes. Like, you shouldn't just all of a sudden kill yourself because somebody didn't like that. You just fix it. I'll come back at them. This is true. Yo. This is true. That's the two ways you survive. You getting bullied, you either bully back, right, and get, or fucking just don't give a fuck. Fam, <laughs> I, I, I learned my best jokes from being bullied. Like I had learned how to defend myself from being bullied, because it wasn't like I right, either I'm gonna have a better joke or we just gonna fight. We've all said that, all right, that everybody knows that it hurt. <laughs> We've all said like that. All right, all right, all right. Like, it's enough. It's starting to hurt, these jokes. But fuck it, you know? You're going to get your chance. That's the thing about the karma of bullying. Bullying is fun when you know that it's no, karma. No, bu- bully is, is an equal opportunity experience. Exactly. Everybody gets their turn. This is true. Everybody gets a, their turn. I think bully is one of the fairest things on this planet. Because, any, like you said, anybody can get it. Just means you you off point and somebody's calling it. That's yeah, it. but you know what's crazy about that? Like, I've seen niggas get beat up because the joke hit a little too hard. Okay. So. And it's like, that's not like, fam, you supposed to, you got to eat that, bro. Why are you going to beat him up now? Because he. But it depends. So there, I think there are lines. I think there are lines. So, like, let's say you got something on. It's apparent. Somebody just got to say something. Right. Then let's say there's something personal. Some shit that nobody knew. And now you bringing it up. So there's that's a, not right. There's a line. 
Oh, absolutely. There's a line. Uh. You know what I mean? Because there's like, all right. So first of all, if you bullying me, chances are there's some kind of camaraderie. Okay. Right. Either I'm a wise guy, you think I'm a wise guy, I'll exchange jokes, or we friends in some level. Uh-huh. And it's just, this is just how you are. This is how we are. Uh-huh. But once it's like, oh, I know some shit you don't, and I'm telling everybody. Okay. I, that's a little, that's disrespect. Yeah, that's a fight now. Exactly. You, you so I could understand how, oh, you're trying to bring some shit up. Right, right, right. You feel some kind of way, so now the hands get involved, and okay. If it, you know so, what I'm saying? So where's the line? Family? That's the line? I think that if it's a collective thing, like like somebody's fucking with your whole family, then uh, yeah. Or uh, if it's something like, you know, personal that could still affect the family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Basically anything to fuck with the family. <clears throat> it's funny up until you involve in others. Okay, that's true. Especially somebody who ain't there. That's, you know, cause now that just sound like gossip. Yeah, now. And I wouldn't take good to gossip either. You know, especially if it's out in the street cause who knows who's listening. Now they think that I'm a this or that because you talking, you know, I might have to check you because of that. Okay, there is a, okay, that's that's good. That's good advice for all of you, those who are trying to get your feet wet in a bullying game. Yeah, that's called a personal. Don't try to use a personal. Yeah, don't use a personal. You Unless watch, you battle rapping, yeah. and then it's okay. Yeah, we, yeah, even if you watch battle rap, you see how personal. That's perfect oh. bullying example because there's limits to bullying in battle rap. You know, like you could kind of touch them, but you can't touch them. Pause. Good pause. Good pause. Good pause. Good pause. You know, you can't, you go, you go put your hands on them and shove them around, but you can't necessarily slap them across the face. Nah, that's wild. Right. There's limits. I mean, the punchlines too. I mean, uh, I I was, I would suggest that if you're trying to dabble in the world of bullying, yeah, you need to understand the rules, rules and regulations about what you're getting yourself into. Know your, know your combatant. Know who you talking to Cause some, someone will Beat you the fuck up If the joke is too funny <laughs> I think that Yeah that's, a, that's When you know You have to wear one A oh, joke yeah. Like a like that People ain't gonna forget You might be salty enough And I've seen I've seen situations Go bad Cause someone else Was laughing too loud Oh like, yeah Oh you thought that You yeah. catch one too <laughs> Yeah 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 Like why you laughing so hard Yeah Hey What you want me to do Like That you, shit was you, funny Like you're cackling why are you cackling? You running up and down the block screaming and shit? Nah, I gotta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you ain't gotta do all that. Yeah, now you show. You nah, can laugh, nah, nah, but don't do all that. Now you over don't here acting do, a fool. Don't do all that, bro. But um, and more rapper fuckery. You remember um, my man who made the uh, "Watch Me Whip" song. Watch me whip. Watch me nene. Watch yeah, me nene. Yeah, yeah, he actually yeah. murdered his cousin. He's in jail oh, right now. What his for cousin sh- do. Oh, who who knows. So apparently he was out with his cousin and sh- and shot him twice and killed him. Oh. So, I don't I. He wanted to watch him whip or some shit. I don't know. That was bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he I'm sorry. wanted it. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know. His lawyer said he was having mental health issues. That's why he did that. Huh. So I don't know. Well. But it was just like this is strange. You. One hit wonder. And now you kill your cousin. Now you kill your cousin. That's a good. That's a wow. What other record did he come out with? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. So well, I just wanted to bring. R.I.P. to his cousin. Yeah, I just <laughs> want, I wanted to bring that up because it was just like, 
the world is crazy. Yeah, it 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 it, it made me um, it was strange for a little bit for me. It was strange, but hmm. um, yeah, that that that. And he uh, shot him. Shot him twice. Shot him in the leg. Shot him in the face. Wow. I wish I knew more. Yeah, I don't. I I read the story and they didn't have a lot of details outside of that, so I was just like, damn. All right. But I guess R. P. to his cousin. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, one hit one doesn't make you do some violent shit. I guess I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. The, um, he wanted another hit. He just hit his cousin. That was that was bad. Don't don't do that. I'm sorry. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Way too soon. Way too soon. Um. Yeah, I think I. It's a lot of rap st- stupid shit going on this week. Like Cardi B got slander for allegedly stealing her new song yeah you heard the song though i heard the song the video was better than the song to me but apparently she i think it's called up you know all of the young niggas are saying it's up and it's stuck now like that's the new shit yeah so apparently i think it's the rappers from jersey really apparently she stole his song because mm. he put it out first and the song sounds eerily similar to the shit that cardi b put out Wow. And she tried to say, well, I released my song on, what she said, I recorded a song on August 7th. And then he posted a video of his song being out on like August 5th. So, yeah, you, you tried to pull the receipts and. Yeah. Is that Cardi or is that the original? That's him. That's the same goddamn song. Let's do the rewind real quick. Let's do the rewind real quick. Yeah, it sounds like they just changed like a hi hat or some shit. No, they changed a couple of things, but it's the same words and it's the same words. Now, I will say, you know, for those of you who know, I am Team Barty, but I can't condone this type of shit. You can't condone thievery. And I can't condone thievery. Like, you can plagiarize. Well, how do we know he bit. was the first one using that now? How do I, we know that's just not something people are saying? It is something people it. are saying, but he was, allegedly, he was the first one to make a song like that. And because so he's he a, released it January 5th? August 5th. August 5th, and she released it? August 7th. August, so she came out that day in two days. Something she like made two the record. Days. Something like two days. So, somebody's stealing. Somebody's stealing. I think, uh, I think that he should go to his lawyer and see what the fuck he gotta say. I think that, I think he's in the process of doing that right now, actually. And it's like I'm, I you know, I love Cardi, but it's like I can't really defend her in this particular moment. I don't think anybody can because it's exactly like, fam, you have no wiggle room right now. Like that's the same exact song. You can't bite. You can't be out here biting. Not like that. Like I mean, do a Drake there. At least he paid the dude off. Remember? Or at least hop Ten on. Man. A, or at least put him on a remix or some shit. Or at least put him on the song. You just jack his whole shit. And then twerked. Twerking it sure. worked. It does, cause she's Cardi and he is who he is. 
regular dude and then you see that fine ass you're not gonna that's like that's like someone using the intro for the show on there which one would you play though what you mean which record which record of the two this is a very important part oh neither I don't really you care. wouldn't play either one i don't really care because if it's i guess up it's not stuck i don't know it's not stuck <laughs> listen i'm i'm at the age right now where i'm kind of like what are we even arguing about yeah i don't point? really I'm, I'm i like i had the young homies teach me the slang i don't really care no more i just if i hear it it's like oh right, that's cool but i'm at the point now i don't want to learn no new slang you're good i'm cool you're gucci i'm gucci I don't you're good with shit. just gucci. yeah i don't need i don't you need don't no new go shit, beyond bro. gucci how, how, what I'm gonna say? How I'm gonna use that? In I think sentence? that I think the last one that we've let in of our vocabulary is lit. I think it stopped after lit. I still have a hard time saying cap. Like I, I'm, I'm starting to use it more and more just because I be talking to the people who use it. But so you, so you have no cap. I think I'm cap free. I You're capless. Be, I think I'm capless. I think I might be cap free. Damn. Wait. Good for you. It's good for the soul. You know. Like if you said to me, "Yo, yo, 4K, that's cap," I would look at you strange because, like, fam, you don't even talk like that. Who you? Been I don't around? talk like that. Yeah, who you been around? Right. Who you chilling around? So if you come to me and say, "Yo, 4K is up and it's stuck," I'm gonna look at you like you crazy. Because first of all, who are you? Why are you talking to me like this? Don't do it. Don't say it's up and it's stuck to me. I don't even know what that means. I'm gonna just walk off. <laughs> As soon as you say if it's up, I'm gone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm cool, bro. I'm cool. But you know, I, I hope my man gets his um I guess some type of justice, because that's a straight hijack. Have you ever experienced that as an artist? Someone just stealing your shit like it's theirs? You have? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that as an artist? Well, you know, they so it was done in a way that it's like you could slide with it. But it was kind of apparent at the time uh-huh. that it was that you had gotten that from us. So, like for example, the Spanish lingo. Okay. Me and my boy were known for using the Spanish Spanglish shit for like a long time. Right. Then uh, I showed somebody I'm not gonna say his name uh. a couple of songs, uh. and then the end of that week. The end of the week. The end of that week. Yeah, he already had a couple of joints, and it just took a whole swag. So how how do you approach that? Like, are you flatter or it's like, yo, bro, what are you doing? <clears throat> I ain't like it because it's like, damn, like, you ain't even like include us uh. in it. You ain't say like, yo, let's do a track. Nothing. You just straight like swagger, and it didn't work. It didn't sound like it's good. So if if they credit you, then you like, all right, I'm cool. Yeah, yo, I like what you did, da da da. And we were like a couple of rooms away from each other, so it was like. Uh, Damn, I feel like I gotta play my music low now. Because you out here thieving. You know, you listening. See what you can take. But you know, that's a part of the game though. That's a part of the game. It's how it is, yo. To be honest, because I can't get mad at him for using a native tongue. uh You know, you just did it right after I showed you I did it. And act like you did it first. Oh, I could do that. You know. I mean, I get that. I get that. I'm guessing. And I'm you just, ain't even you ain't even dat me like that. You ain't even give me no credit, really. Like you ain't even thought that you say the shit was dope. You just straight took like, okay, bet, inserted, copied, <laughs> produced, <laughs> engineered, done tonight. 
All right, so you got to, I mean. There's ways about doing it. Yeah. I, I, and if you know me, you know I'm going to say something. This is you true. know I'm going to say something. This is true. Because, again, bullying. Why you out here biting? <laughs> Why you out here biting? Bullying works, man. Bullying works. Yeah, I guess, I guess with a, with a, you know, as creatives, you know what I'm saying, we're sensitive about our shit. So I think if, especially when you're around other creatives, around like artists and shit like that, it's very easy to be influenced by what someone else is doing. Right. And it could be as simple as, yo, that's dope, bro. You modify, implement that in my work somehow. And I think that would cease a lot of issues. But sometimes it's like, yo, for that, I think pride comes into that where it's like, yo, I can't tell him this is fire. Or I can't tell her that this is fire. I'm just going to use it and act like it's mine because my ego won't allow me to tell someone else like, yo, this is fire. Right. And I feel like as creatives, like we should be okay with telling each other like, yo, this is dope. Yo, you, this was, this was hard. This was, yo, congratulations. You did some, you did something dope. Mm -hmm. And we're not there for whatever reason. It's like, I'm just going to take it. Right. And what you going to do? What you gonna do? Bullying. Or sue me. If it's valid. Yeah, we uh I mean I guess that's why people are so adamant about protecting their um For sure. Creativeness or IP and things right, like right. that. And when you got it down and it's done, cool, yeah. you did it. But you know, if it's not to fruition yet, it shouldn't be fucked with. Yeah, you sh you shouldn't be you, you You shouldn't try to be getting to my bag faster than me. Yeah, now because you're competition. Right. Because at least if you are understanding where you're getting it from or acknowledging where you're getting Acknowledgement, it from. Acknowledgement. That's what I'm saying. Because, you know I do this. Right. You just using a phase real quick. I, you just it, happened to do the phase after you met me right. and I showed you the phase. And that now is important. Doing, that, is, that is important to creatives, like just that acknowledgement. Because I've had situations where I see somebody kind of doing something similar to what I'm doing. Mm. I was just like, oh, okay, I know where you got that from. Right. And, you know, but people are going to do it. Like, it's less personal if I don't know them. But if it's a colleague, perhaps, it might be a little bit of an issue. Like, damn, you really taking my ideas and shit. Like, I'm just trying to show you some shit. You know, you out here with a pen, number two pencil. You know. Well, we all meant to learn, but don't straight up bite. We all meant to learn off off one another and shit, mm -hmm. but don't straight up just bite ideas because it's going to be obvious and people going to feel away. Especially if you just ain't even give them like the love and respect when you first heard it. Mm -hmm. You're just like, man, this high, I'm not feeling it. And then you're doing it. See, yeah, that's, that's that you doing that, that's nasty. That's, that's, so, nasty. that's usually what it be. Like the lack of acknowledgement, because even just saying, yo, that's just dope, yo. You mind if I, I were to do that? Or what right. do you think if I'm, I were to do that? I'd be like, yo, yeah. I want I want to explore that a little bit. Like, we're we're creatives, right? So why is that so hard for creatives to just be like, yo, you're dope. You are you what you're doing is dope. Like it, I I see that's like a weird thing between creatives sometimes where it's like you'll get a bunch of creatives in a room and somebody's doing something dope and everybody just look like, alright. You know what I think it is? Artists are artists all the time. Mm. So the definition of dope gets higher every time. 
the bar gets higher every time. Uh-huh. So the word dope just don't get chucked around that easily amongst artists. You know, they're already checking through music and also trying to perfect their own. But shouldn't, so that, they, shouldn't that inspire you, though? Like, as a creative, if you hear someone... Like, you're a musician, right? Mm. If you if someone comes in and they start wowing on the drums, mm. shouldn't you be like, you know what? This is going... I'm, I got to step my shit up and not steal his drum loop or whatever it's called. Forgive my ignorance about the phrase, but... Mm. I feel like as a creator, like when I even when I'm around, like we around artists all day. Right. So even if like shout out to Jay Luke, like we he just played some fire shit, and that's not my field. But I'm inspired now. Like I want to do the best. You're start singing. I'm not singing, but I want to do, do the R&B best. Album, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do the R&B album. No worries. See, about that. <laughs> but, how you gonna do it without singing? Yeah, but it's like even that. I mean, you you being I be inspired off the shit you play. So for me, I'll use that energy to help propel what i'm doing indeed even though it's too it's creative mm. but it's two different fields in, in the creative industry right and it's like i i don't sometimes i see it but more often than not it's like man i think that nigga shit he all right i'm gonna do it better though right you know in in hip-hop in particular or even in singing or any kind it's always about competition so I think that a majority of it is that people ain't just willing to give away what they're trying to get themselves so much. Uh-huh. So they don't want to give it up to people, you but, know, who's doing the same struggle because they're probably like, nah, we're, we're on an even keel. Like, I can't just give you that respect yet, you know, because we I'm so self-centered. It's, you know, it's basically this ego, you know, it's ego that get in the way of that. But I don't think that you need acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that um, you should rely on people's acknowledgement to do what you're gonna do any old way. But we, but we're creatives, though. We, to a degree, we need that validation from others to keep For us. For sure. Going and if you're a good observer, you know when people appreciate it. Uh-huh. You know, even without saying it, because like, how could I expect somebody to say that it's dope? I can't expect somebody to say that it's dope. You know, like I just gotta wait and see. You might think it's dope, and your body language been said it was dope. Uh-huh. As soon as I play it, they're like. A fuck with it. You can tell somebody fucks with it and maybe they don't want to word it to you. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say it's dope. Like, you already saw that it was dope. You just got to know who you're talking to, mm-hmm. you know? And artists are, like, introverted. It take a while for them to open up to one another sometimes. So it's just that. You know, but once the love is there, though, then you see all of that acknowledgement. It usually uh, manifests itself once people feel each other out. Because artists are always trying to see, like... And artists always trying to see like, is this person my type of artist? You know, uh-huh. or can I fuck with them? Because there are a lot of artists out there of all sorts and, and shit. And, and you I don't mean, want to like insult them, but not everybody is. Dope. No, yeah, not everybody is good. I just feel like there's enough room out here for all of us. Mm-hmm. So even though we we can have that competitive amongst us, but it's like you can still like. LeBron uh, acknowledged Kobe, R.P. Kobe. Like it's competitive, but it's a competitive. What's the word I'm looking for? But they're both they're both different, and they're both on top already. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like you can have someone in your field who's doing something that you think is dope, and y'all could be competitive without it being on some hate and shit. Right, without it being nah fuck that he can't oh, so then what if if with that same philosophy we say that somebody's not dope and they get mad because somebody didn't say they were dope. Because they think they're dope. But then you gotta step your shit up then. Or you just 
ain't find your crop. Because somebody will say it's not dope and a whole million other people will say that it's dope. In this day and age. Because there really is a lot of nuances to styles now. Okay. There's a lot of variation and variety. So and, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's something out there for every like every like the good and the bad thing about everyone having a platform, so to speak, that you know, if you are proficient enough in your field there is an audience out there for you mm -hmm. so from my perspective there's no reason for you to even feel like someone is hating on you because you can build an audience on your own true there's no reason for you to be like well he trash or she trash or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be because you is there for you mm -hmm. your tribe will find you but true. you know ego is a, a vicious bitch that's what it is man and it's, you know, nothing's really meant to be taken personally. It's really all a learning experience. Cause we all trying to be better, so there's just one more step to make everybody like it. You know, I mean, take a little little steps to make everybody like it. I mean, well, I, I hear you. I just you know Acknowledgement is cool, bro. You don't have to hate on it. Acknowledge everybody. your friends. Don't steal from people, bro. If 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 you if, if Don't swagger Jack. Don't swagger Jack. Don't don't swagger, don't, jacker. You don't have to. There's enough sauce out here for everybody. It's plenty, all kinds, spices, herbs. Yeah, it's like we have an abundance of sauce out here. A plethora, a myriad of sauces. Oh my goodness, the you words today. Yeah, we just we loving it. Yeah, like I don't understand, man. I don't understand, man. Um, switching gears. Ten four hot time. You ready? I'm always ready. Where's my hat? Yeah, put your tinfoil hat on. All right, so. Shout out to Wonder World. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Wonder World. So, I was reading an article that said, <laughs> I was reading an article that said, um, Bill Gates is now the largest farm, he's the largest owner of farmland in the United States, right? Mm. Through his philanthropy work, I think he brought up like, I don't even remember the number of acres he brought, but he brought a lot of fucking acres in the United States, right? Mm -hmm. So I saw that and I was just like, okay, that's peculiar. He brought up all of this farmland. He's going to be in control of a large part of our few distribution farms and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, I'm just like, okay, let's see how it goes, right? And then after I clicked out of that store, I immediately saw another one that said Bill Gates is going to kill us. Because in this article that I read, him buying up all of the farmland or buying up such a large part portion of the farmland in the United States, he's going to, there's a chance rather, that he's going to do something weird with our food. Because, you know, they, they already on him because they think he's going to put microchips in us and shit. Mm -hmm. So now he's going to put microchips on us in us and he's going to poison the food. How we know he's going to poison the food? This is this is the temple. Oh, that's what they're shit. saying. This is what they're saying. Well, how do they know that, though? Come on. And how do they know that, that we haven't already been poisoned for fucking We have been poisoned for years. What are you talking about? Shit's already fucked with Listen, the food. They got hormones in the chickens. This is where we at, The man. cows are all fucked up. But now that Bill Gates has all this farmland now he's gonna make it worse he's gonna make it worse that's what they're saying well, that's what all the conspiracy right. theories are saying 
And you, as a avid conspiracy watcher, I wanted to know your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, if he's going to fuck it up anymore, it's already fucked up. And, People and, die from cancer like crazy because of the meat. That's what I'm saying. So what else could he do? Well, I mean, if not save us, I don't know if they're saying that he's going to kill us because he's going to fuck up the food. The food's already fucked up. Right. So that's what so I'm saying. Do, two, now I'm asking, do these people know what they're talking about? If they're saying he's going to poison the do food. They ever, do they ever? Do they ever? So Let's that's the thing. Real. you know. I When it comes to tinfoil hat Frankie, mm-hmm. I'm usually wearing my own hat. <laughs> I ain't wearing a group hat. I got my own ideas and, on and that's conspiracy. Why, and that's why I love conspiracy theories because it's right. like... What, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, and Honestly. how you know this? Who did you talk to? But it, you know, and, uh, and that's what it was so funny about the articles because one was saying, you know, he brought all his farmland. There's a chance that he can improve food food distribution, make sure that our food isn't sprayed with so much pesticides and hormones and all of this shit. Sound like he would make it better, right? And then when I read the other articles, like, no, he's monopolizing. He's a tyrant. He's a megalomaniac. Like he's gonna kill all of us. I'm just like. How do we well, get why here? hasn't he done it already with all the stuff he has that he's done already? Fam, I mean, I'm the guy sick. has a lot of accolades to his name as far as positive things he's brought us. Right. We got right. The, I could watch movies on my iPhone, you know, because of the things that this guy has I'm contributed still, even I'm with technology. I'm still for the microchip on my arm like everyone said he was going to do to us. Well, yeah, that's another thing they said he was going to do. You know, at the end of the day, he's a millionaire in his house. How you know what the fuck he's thinking? And this is why I get pissed off with conspiracy theories because it's like, fam, why do you think they're thinking about you? <laughs> how how fucking ego? They're thinking about you, but they're thinking about everybody. They're just trying to see what they could do for the world, really. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how egotistical are you to think right. that this billionaire? This about me. It's about this, taking me out. Right. That this billionaire is thinking about you and your home and how he's gonna fuck up your life specifically. You're not that important, bro. Let's be for real. Nobody cares. These these I, I'm um these billionaires don't care about you, bro. They're not thinking about you. They're not out to get you. They're not gonna poison your food because, like like you said, Frankie, the food has been poisoned already. You drinking motherfucking CNC sodas and eating chicken spot every day. You're, you're gonna die, bro. It's over for you. How are you still alive? You smoking new ports down to the goddamn filter. You drinking goddamn beer all day. You, you fucked up already. Bill Gates don't have to kill you. You're killing yourself. He don't have to kill you. That's the thing. Yes. It would be better for him to keep you alive so he could keep buying his phones. That's that's Steve Jobs, but I get you. Bill Gates is Microsoft. Oh. I forget. It's all good. It's the weed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I saw that and I was just like, yo, fam. And, and, like, what if he does something good? Nobody ever thinks about that. In any of these conspiracy theories, I never see, yo, he might do something good for humanity. It's always, yo, they're going to lock us up. We're going to be in concentration camps. It's going to be the new world order. Like, yo, but why are you so angry, bro? Right. Why don't you just get ready and shut up? Like, <laughs> Just be ready. I'm still waiting for this imaginary race war that everyone's saying is coming soon. A race war? Oh, yeah. Like a foot race? No. <laughs> Imagine we all just gonna start running the opposite direction. No, nah, you know that's the that's that's the other thing because of the 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 when they stormed Capitol Hill, right? Everyone was saying like this is the start of the race war. Mm. I ain't seen no white people in my neighborhood. Why would people assume that it's about to be a race war, fam? Again, because a few nut jobs 
Fam, again, you are not that important, bro. You're not that All important. they did was storm it, and nobody did anything. Like, that's what happened. Oh, no, nobody did. did anything. They did some shit. People died. No, no, what I'm saying is police didn't do anything. All like, right. Nothing right. was done on the behalf of stopping it, but... Right, so, but they used that as a catalyst to be like, this is the start of the race war. I just want our conspiracy theories to have just a little more sense. A little more consideration. There's enough things I gotta give a fuck about for you to be throwing this like, shit. Like, fam, on my I'm, plate. I'm trying to pay my bills. I ain't got time to worry about no goddamn race war. Stop it. I gotta record a podcast. I don't care about these with these motherfucking. But I'm I'm a, I'm a. If you find one, bro, if you find a conspiracy theory that says something good is gonna happen, send it to me, because I have yet to see one. Not at all. But so. Bill Gates is gonna kill us. That's that's the news now. <laughs> Bill Gates is gonna kill all of us. He's gonna poison the food because everything you've been eating has been perfectly fine. And now he's gonna kill you. Crazy. This shit is wild, bro. This shit is wild. Speaking of more billionaires, Jeff Bezos stepped down. Or Bezos. I don't know. I don't care. Jeff Bezos stepped down as the CEO of Amazon, right? But he's still on the board. So him transitioning to being on a board instead of the CEO makes him doesn't make him liable just in case people sue him for, you know, being underpaid, overworked, being hurt at Amazon, some shit like that. So <laughs> this was very smart. I will say that this was very smart because in the news, there's been a lot of complaints from Amazon workers because, you know, we in a quarantine Amazon work has been out here from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are complaining that, you know, we don't get breaks, we're not paid enough, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And actually, some people tried to unionize. And, you know, that's been. How's that been going? Come on now. That's just always a fucking drag. Come on now. You think a, a, you think a, a um, corporation that large is going to let you unionize? Hell no. They got all the ducks in their row. They got everything in their favor. Right. So, so him. They'll just fire you and get a bunch of other people who are hungry. Right. So, 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 so him stepping down, he kind of dodged a lot of those lawsuits and a lot of those complaints that a lot of the Amazon workers was putting, putting in. And he can't be fired now because, you know, if you're CEO and you have that much heat on you, they can't remove you. But he removed himself before the heat came. So now y'all can't do nothing to him. Right. He's still gonna be making calls. He playing play. the game. Oh yeah, he absolutely. knows how to play. He knows how to play. He knows absolutely. what he's doing. He ain't. You ain't. It's like Batman and Bruce Wayne. You ain't about to take Wayne Enterprise from Bruce Wayne. Get the fuck out of here. I think it's safe to say that Benzo is a supervillain. He's Lex Luthor, and you can't really do anything about it. And motherfucker, Elon Musk is Doctor Doom. You think he's Dr. <laughs> Elon Musk is Dr. Doom. And that was okay. a punch in right there. Oh, yeah. Commercial break. You know what I'm saying? We had to get the facilities fac- facilitating. You know what I'm saying? But but we before we came back on, me and Frankie was having a good discussion about, you know, finding your musical home. And I was telling him that in recent weeks, I have realized... Um, that my musical home is funk music. He is of the house of funk. Right. You know, because for those who know me, like, 
always like groovy type of music good bass good drums like that always for sure hit they got a slap yeah it, it, it hits different for me and I forgot what I was doing on Apple I think I was just listening I was looking for something to to listen to and um the song I played Kiss by Prince I played that and I was just like yo fam it's that it's that it's that groove that's what I'm like mm-hmm. enamored with like that if you got a good bass line I'm oh, in oh yeah for sure I'm in and for I sure. think and I think it's dope when people for me like I always knew that about myself but realizing like having a name for what you love mm-hmm. and figuring out what that is like that was really dope for me right like, I never I couldn't quite put the finger on okay what's my favorite musical genre right and you're I not, you, ain't, you always knew but yeah I couldn't I didn't put two and two together right cause you know I like R&B I like gangster rap but realizing like yo my home is funk though I right. love funk music right, right right and like we were saying like me my my propensity for gangster rap comes from my love of funk music because gangster music is like a variation yeah. of funk music yeah, yeah it's aggressive it's aggressive it's a drum it's a stomp yeah because funk music is very aggressive james brown is aggressive as fuck gangster i will go so far to say james brown is the first gangster rapper very good someone tell me i'm lying i don't think you are <laughs> yeah if you go listen to james brown music right now he's a gangster rapper I make love good. I, Say it loud. I dress good. I smell good. I'm black and I'm proud. That's some gangster shit. And it's like, that's my, that's what I gravitate to. And I think. Go ahead. You can say it. I'm just trying to remember his name. And Rick James was the first Drake. Rick James was the. Mm. Because he was kind of a rapper too. But he was a thug too. Yeah, Rick James was slapping bitches and doing cocaine. That's right. Some, that's but he sings shit. though. Yeah, but he sings. But that's some gangster shit though. Yeah. That mm, mm, that's mm-hmm. a that's a dope comparison. I think we could do this all day. But I mean, who would be? Who would be who? James Brown. Who would be James Brown? I would say he is the, I mean, they say, he, you know, he is the godfather of soul music, but it's like, for me, he's the godfather of gangster rap. A lot of people took his swag. You know what I'm saying? They took like, the swag, the chain wearing, dancing. Yeah, sweating. he was like flamboyant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He talked shit. Mm-hmm. He dared you to like do something Cash to him. shit. He talked cash shit. Cash shit. Like, yeah, James Brown's the first gangster rapper. And that's my, sh- and that's what it like. Yeah, man. That's what it boils down to. That's what it boils down to. Like if you strip away everything. The originator, none greater. Not at all. Say it loud. I'm black and, my, and I'm proud. It's a gangster statement, especially during that time. You can't say nothing more gangster than that. During the civil rights era, you telling people say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud, nigga. You are. You can fight. Oh, you got a, a arsenal on you, right? So I think James Brown, man. But I, 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 
I was very happy that I was able to put a name on a genre that I love so much. I don't know why it took me this long. But it was just like, nah, fam, I'm I'm a funk baby. Like that's that's my world, bro. That's why I like, you know, like Anderson Pack and motherfucking Yeah. Who's another James he, Brownish? Yeah, he's like funk too. Right. So yeah, man. Shout out to all my, my shout out to um the Parliament. Shout out to Snoop is funky. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, man. I just want to read. I want to read something. Go ahead, bro. Right. But first, I want to give a shout out. Mm-hmm. What you read? I discovered something in my musical research. Okay. Now, off record, okay. you and I have been talking about a beat that I'm working on. Uh-huh. I sampled the Mandalorian. Yes, you I'm did. A fan of the Mandalorian show. Shout out to Star Wars. Yeah. The the music is fire. Yes, it is. The producer for the Mandalorian score mm-hmm. is the same producer for Redbone. What? And that whole shit for Childish Gambino. Redbone? Whole cha- the Childish Gambino album that I, oh, that he did awaken, with that white awaken boy. Awaken my love. That's the oh shit. He did do that with that white boy. He did that white boy did the whole Mandalorian theme song. Ooh. Ludwig Göransson. Yeah, you right. Holy shit. He got long hair, right? Long hair. Shouts to you. That's crazy. Shouts to that, you. Yo, now that you say that, the correlation, it makes so much sense now. Because the music in Mandalorian, for those who haven't seen the show, like the music in that show, even though it was like a sci-fi, Star Wars type of shit, right. the music in there is so goddamn groovy. Right. Like, that makes sense. Right. Because if you listen to the Childish Gambino album, that's a straight groove, top to bottom. Damn, son. I had to throw that out there on the musical side. Shout out to him, man. Work. Shout out to him. That's, that's, wow. I even realized that. That's crazy. I wanted to read a verse. Let's see. What you got? And this is just inspired from the conversation we were having earlier about Stealing. Okay. Stealing people's style and stealing people's art. Okay. So somebody wrote about this. It was in the archives of the classics. Mm. And I'm going to have to pull it out real fast. Pause. Yeah, pause. Good pause. Too much West Coast dick licking. (laughs) Too many niggas on a mission doing their best Jay-Z rendition. Too many rough ride. Too many rough motherfuckers. I got my suspicions. That you're just a fish in a pool of sharks. Mm. Listen, mm-hmm. too many bitches want to be ladies. Mm. So if you a hoe, I'm going to call you a hoe. Mm. Too many bitches are shady. Mm-hmm. Too many ladies give these niggas too many chances. Too many brothers want to be lovers, don't know what romances. Mm. Too many bitches stuck up from too many sexual advances. No question, Jay-Z got too many answers. <laughs> I've been around this block too many times. Mm-hmm. Rock too many rhymes. Mm-hmm. Cock too many nines. Two. To all my brothers, it ain't too late to come together because too much black and too much love equal forever. Mm. I don't follow any guidelines because too many niggas ride mine, so I change styles every two rhymes. That was the GOAT. Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z, a.k.a. Hova, a.k.a. Jigga Man. 
from his classic album Reasonable Doubt. The song is called 22 Tubes. If you haven't heard it, I don't know what your problem is. Why are you here? Why are you here if you haven't heard Reasonable Doubt? But that's, that's how I feel about that. He said it. He said it best, yo. People going to jack. People going to steal. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep. If you got something special, you know you can always keep switching it up on them. They can never figure you out. If they copied you overnight, mm-hmm. you ain't have enough sauce. It's too easy to do what you do if somebody stole your shit straight up like that. And if you have a sufficient amount of sauce, you wouldn't even get mad if people are biting. Because you know you could dig right into your bag and just create something new. Right. Right. Exactly. You know you got it. You know you got it. But so when you, you don't got it, you came up with a gimmick and mm-hmm. you get mad that somebody took your gimmick that you stole from another gimmick. Because you ain't got the sauce. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Oh, it is stuck. Right, <laughs> it's just right. stuck. Nah, nah, man. Nah, man. We not. I'm not going to allow you to use the new slang, man. I'm not going to use. allow you to use the new slang. Um, I did want to talk about... Um, I want, for Black History Month, right? I, I, I want to know how you feel about this. I, I realize that I don't want any companies acknowledging Black History Month. Because you don't feel like any of them are genuine? Bingo. I totally understand. Why would they be genuine? What have they done for me lately? I just feel like every single Black History Month, right? All these companies are, by the way, hitting you up for the money. Every single... And, and then <laughs> what makes it even worse is because during the summer last year with George Floyd being murdered, all of the police shootings, Breonna Taylor being killed, all of these companies was like, you know what? We're going to hire more black people. We're going to do diversity training. All this other bullshit. When the time comes around, nothing changes. And now that Black History Month is here, now all of a sudden, everybody want to do these diversity hires like Tracy Ellis Ross got hired at a role at a beauty company. She is a diversity and inclusion advisor. Mm. So that essentially means she's she's overseeing how many black people y'all hire. It's like affirmative action. Something like that. Right, right. And it's like, why do y'all do this every single year? <laughs> like, it makes no sense it's to strategic. me. strategic. Like, it makes no sense to me. I just want all of these companies to stop acknowledging Black History Month because y'all do a piss poor job every single year every single year it never fails did you see the Apple Watch that came out with the African American colors on it oh no it was it was the Apple Watch and it was like red black and green Mm -mm. and they said this for oh this is in honor of Black History Month right bro I seen a police car Uh. wrapped in in the African American flag colors with Rosa Parks Martin Luther King and somebody else on it. Uh huh. In honor of Black History Month, I want y'all to stop honoring us. If you want, first of all, how about you honor us by practice in the street? Firstly, first and foremost, that's that's. We can start there. Let's start right there. We can start right there in the name of everybody who's gone. Fam, if you want to honor Black History Month and you are a non-black person, you need to be protesting every goddamn day. Do that. That's how you honor Shit Black Shit is ridiculous. <laughs> Do that. That's how you you want to be inclusive and you want to show that you are an ally to the black community. Take your non-black self on the street and, and fight with these cops in our, in our honor. You just want another check. 
And this is why I want these companies to stop pandering to us for these 28 days. I think that we need to stop. We need to prove something. What do we need to prove? That we don't need them. This is true. We need to just stop spending money there. Every time they do that, you drop down the name of that company and you boycott their shit. But fam, Whatever we, happened to boycott and people still forget how effective that shit is. Fam, what? And But we have been shown time and time again that boycotting doesn't work. Because these it, motherfuckers it, it don't works. It works. It, it works work. because it hurt them. It does, but it never lasts for too long. Because we don't keep doing it. Why don't we keep doing it? So the one thing that works is the one thing we don't keep doing. We'll, we can go out into the street and protest right. and see that nothing gets done. Right. But you could just not buy a product, which is what's a choice. You don't got to go nowhere or wear a mask or nothing. You just go and just don't buy that and, and just inform yourself fam when h&m did all of that did that shirt with the monkey on it and everyone was upset that boycott lasted maybe four months if not less because you know people still like h&m so you know the thing is the h&m ain't the enemy it's not just it's not just a fashion Mm -hmm. it's a lot of other things absolutely like i'm not saying that it's not one of them Mm -hmm. but they were just one of the ones to fuck up in that way, right? But, but companies have Netflix a did it too. Yeah, absolutely. Netflix did it too. They violated a couple in a couple of ways. You but know? it's like who's nobody's canceling their Netflix though. And that's what I'm saying. We're not we're not upset enough. But that's the thing. We also gotta notify each other of the shit because if we got the internet to talk about the dumb shit that happens, mm-hmm. or even white on white violence, mm-hmm. why can't we be paying attention to the people that are? distastefully using us in a way by putting us and saying oh it's black history month like and that's what's always strange to me like these corporations will do some goofy shit right somebody will put it online we'll be outraged about it for like 45 minutes they'll take it down they'll take it they might apologize they might not they might make a statement saying you know we are sorry for being insensitive or whatever the case may be and then niggas will just be like, all right, that's cool. Cool. Uh, is that on sale still? Right. <laughs> like, what? What are, what are we doing? Listen, what, what we need to do is be more self-reliant. This is also true. I think that if you want to look fresh, you could just start doing it yourself. DIY. That's, I think, my new 2021 motherfucking turn. Sir, are you done? Sir. Yeah, Kano, relax, sir. bro. You trying to get sir. the comfy spot. Sir. Kano, sit down, bro. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> trying to he trying to straighten out his bed and shit. Sir, he's, we are recording. A, he screams at Kato. Kato, sit down. Yeah, we are recording. Sit your sir. ass down. Have some. Are you? Thank you. God damn, he had to get comfy. He spun around twenty times. Yeah, he had to straighten his bed out. Anyway, oh yeah. Oh, you still now you comfy? Yeah, he just the adjusted the, his big ass head. He found his spot. Anyway, like we were saying before, we so ruly and don't be huffing and puffing, nigga. Yeah, right on top of that. Don't look up at me. Stop huffing and puffing. Anyway, yeah, I I think um, I think if we were more effective at boycotting or or making our collective force known, I think that would incentivize these companies to stop doing this goofy shit. Yeah, man, and, and yo, there's a seamstress out there. There's a black-owned company, Wonder seamstress, World. that can... Yeah. 
But there's a million of them. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. So you could spend your money with these people. You can't spend your money with these people. This is the year that it's about that. You know, and, and compromise is also needed because these are tough times. Oh, absolutely. And, and these companies and these independent people are aware of that and trying to do their best so that, you know, if you're a salesman, mm-hmm. first off, step number one, make it easy to buy from you. Right. Right? You can't get mad if somebody ain't buying from you if you're making it too hard to make the sale. But you know what? I think we are too, we're comfortable with the convenience of the structures that are in place already. So it's like we know that if I order from Amazon, it's going to be here in three hours instead of taking a chance on someone new, like an independent black-owned business who you really don't know or you don't know how they operate, so you're just going to go for convenience. I think we're... we're But see, that's the problem. You're saying you do know them. Right, right? but I think as a collective, what I... from from what I see is we are so comfortable in that convenience is where we don't want to take that risk of trying something outside of our wheelhouse. Like if I buy and something, my question is why not? It ain't a car or a house. You're not going to, it's not going to be a long lived mistake is what I'm saying. It's worth the investment of saying, instead of getting toothpaste from here, mm-hmm. I'm going to get toothpaste from here. Instead of getting toilet paper from here, I'm going to get toilet paper from here. Instead of getting molasses, honey, and this and that and ginger from here, I'm going to just get it from here. But then that goes back to what you were saying earlier about, um, shit, I forgot. God damn it. But, damn it. I had the point. I forgot. I'm sorry. But I I was trying to say it goes back to, you know, what you were saying about people having, you know, being so comfortable. Right. The word convenience keeps coming back to me. Like, if I know I could go to Walmart and get something for $5, I'm not going to be inclined to try a black owned business who has the same product for a little more. Mm. And it's, and it, it, it shouldn't be that way, but I think it comes with a level of self-awareness. It is because of, uh, seeing past propaganda, right? The magic of propaganda, right? You know, it looks good. It smells good. It it looks like it has to be good. looks like you need it in your life. Too good to be true. Too good to be true. You know, because it one chances are it don't really benefit you. Nope, it's not probably not good for you. And two, you're feeding the wrong machine. Right, but I mean that also comes with programming and conditioning. Like you said, if we're watching TV and I'm seeing Raymore Flanagan furniture instead of a black-owned furniture business, I'm gonna go to Raymore Flanagan. Mm-hmm. There, there are black furniture businesses out there, but that's not what I see. I understand. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we need to make it our business to put something like that together for the people. To start saying, mm-hmm. hey, if you purchase this, get it from here. I think everything, all the whole church announcement is dedicated to black-owned businesses. It is. The, the- so we're putting you on every episode, letting you know we're doing our part. Right. So everybody else got to really do their research because the programming thing, that excuse is not going to fly in 2021. You don't think so? I don't think that it ever has because for one, you got to be accountable. Hold on, hold on. Before you get too too far off into that, because that is a good point. I don't know if I don't know if I agree with that because I feel like even now there's still people who are who are okay with being programmed. They're so programmed that they don't know that they're programmed. And so then they can't be mad at anything mm. because you're saying that the world is Gucci, and it's not. You know, because they, apparently it's not because we're destroying the earth every day mm-hmm. and there are 
numerous ways that the earth can wipe us out because of our doing. Right. So that alone, we still got everyday rights in the world of man that we fight for and shit mm -hmm. like that. So my thing is, I kind of forgot my point. Did you, did you save me? No, I think I think what Frankie was trying to oh, say. Oh, accountability. Yeah, yeah so okay. the programming is, you know, that excuse, you basically saying I don't know no better. I and I'm good being ignorant. Like, I'm good just relying on the system and letting them tell me what's real and what's not. And I feel like that's, that's the old way. Like, if you don't know no better, you're just going to get left. I mean, and you know what's funny about that? You know, I, I, I often hear people say, you know, it's 2021 or it's 2020 like there's no excuse for you to be ignorant like google is free and i get that but that doesn't mean everyone has the, cap the capacity to be like you know what let me verify what i'm i think at. i'm saying it wrong i don't mean to say that people who are programmed or allow themselves to be programmed are ignorant mm -hmm. they are because they're ignoring certain realities mm -hmm. but i guess what i'm trying to say is that they shouldn't be happy being that way but what, that, if they, what if they don't know that they're ignorant? So they got to start assuming that there's things to be changed for the better. Okay. So learning to read more and knowing what you read, that's kind of like what it is. You Reading is important. So if you look into what you read and you know what you like, mm -hmm. then you know what your brain is demanding of you, you know, so that it could better serve you. But fam, it's so much information out here. I think it would be hard for someone to discern What's real? And what's, what's real is in the books, and, and not only that, it's got all the cosigns from you know, basically a ton of people saying it's good shit. You know, like the knowledge is out there, and even if we you're looking at business, like mm -hmm. business type books, or mental health books, or like you know, depression type books, you know, books that get okay, you out of this. So let me ask you in this conversation about you know program conditioning and recognizing that there's a machine that you shouldn't be fed. If there's someone who, let's just say there's someone who's just brand brand break, brand, brand brand spanking new mm -hmm. to the world of enlightenment, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say you and I have someone in here, and we tell them, "Look, you're supporting these businesses where I have another business who does the same thing, but it's much better." Like how how do they navigate that in a way? Because it's like we can tell them the information. But now it's like up to them to figure out what's what. Like, where do they start? Right. Well, with any business, like, let's say, for example, you go to Walmart to shop for charms. Uh -huh. Or you go to TJ Maxx to shop for charms. Uh -huh. When I could just plug you into the show, which is our shit, and then you plug us into the sponsors, which uh -huh. is our shit, uh -huh. too, you know, by affiliation. And we just say, hey, you can get these beads for... A little bit more they're nicer mm -hmm. than the ones in the store right. and it has this work you know where you know with these specific charms the moonlight and all these spiritual things that come into what these things instead of just buying like costume jewelry basically you know it got a story behind the quality mm -hmm. so like people who dress well they carry themselves well i assume that your character is mm -hmm. you know on par because you take care of yourself you got respect for yourself right then i'm assuming you'll have you know respect for everything else right. right so if i see that somebody is um 
not eating well like they just eat fast food that would be number one why are you feeding these corporations don't you cook you know you can't cook for yourself be more reliant you know on just to feed yourself because what happens if the government just decides to shut off all the lights and all these companies decide to stop cooking how are you gonna be self-reliant you know what I, you know what i've noticed i think because some people are so comfortable in their conditioning programming i think just showing people instead of kind of telling them because i think sometimes especially with social media we get so wrapped up in like preaching that people well, y'all need to do this you mm -hmm. need to wake up and you need to do this that and the third but i think just having whether it's clothing or eating somewhere someone asks you what's that that's an opportunity for you to educate them for right. educate it's an opportunity for you to enlighten someone and be like nah like like for me with the food conversation like i'm big on like you know i'm big on like fruits and shit right, like that right. veggies I'm always at Trader Joe's, right? Mm -hmm. So I had someone say to me, like, yo, fam, like, you always eating healthy or some shit or try to eat healthy or you always got, like, alkaline water or some shit. Where you go? Yo, listen, the Trader Joe's is here, here, and here. The prices are cheap. Mm -hmm. You can go in there. Good quality stuff, too. It's quality shit. You can go in there and have a ball for under $100. And that's, for me, that's an opportunity. Like, I'm... I'm putting someone on in a way right, right. so hopefully they can make better decisions and right right at that point it's up to them whether or not they want to indulge and that's not really a, your problem if they don't right but you try and the knowledge is out there so it's really about like just being receptive to these people that are now going to die because of high cholesterol mm -hmm. or because you know i understand the preachiness but here's my thing when doesn't your mom stop preaching she love you, right? Right. Your mom never stopped preaching. She's always trying to tell you what's right because she love you more than anybody else. So if people are trying to enlighten others and say like, yo, you need to eat better. You need to do this. You need to do that. Maybe you should listen because it's a valid point to say, yo, if you eat better, you live longer. And I think what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing on social media is that there is a shift going into that direction. Like, I see a lot more, like, light workers and spiritual workers. But here's another forewarning. Mm. Beware of the, of the scammer. Oh, yeah. That's always... Because that's the that's the year. This but, is this the year highlight. The yeah. But I'm oh, I, what I was trying to say is I see people, you know, as much as, you know, as much as we've talked about conditioning, I see our community moving in a direction where they're trying to enlighten more people. Like, I see more people into stocks. I see more people into like eating yep, better. A lot more, for sure. I see more people into like these are people that are saying I don't want to be programmed anymore and I'm right. doing things my way. Right. So I will say that there is a shift in that direction to where like I think you were saying that I forgot what episode we was on. But you were saying that we're in like in an age of enlightenment or something like that. Or we're in an age of 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 self-awareness or some shit like that yeah and i f i feel that yeah i feel more people feeling like you know what i'm tired of being programmed trying to i'm tired of playing by their rules absolutely and there's another advantage we have mm. in as far as our age bracket okay and our, our our specific age bracket because let's be honest you don't hang out with young kids no right no but i guarantee you this you're liking more and more young kids from seeing them 
around. So I can guarantee you that the new, new, new kid, not the millennials, but mm-hmm. the kids just after the millennials that are like starting to show their faces, they're listening way more mm-hmm. and way better than mm-hmm. the millennials do. Because some millennials listen, but most of the time they just don't get it because we came from hell. Right. 90s era came from hell. Right. We got to see the violence. Right. We ain't deal with it firsthand, but we saw it. This is true. So we understand how bad it could be. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the millennials, you know, they suffer from depression easy and anxiety. And we're like, shit, we've seen it when it's pretty bad. It ain't right. that bad for you to be this depressed. Right, right, right. You got like existential depression. Right. We were you. like life and death. Right, yeah. Life and death. A lot of us ain't make it. So true. now we're here. You know, we're a little bit harder, more callous mm-hmm. to things. Shit don't bother us as much. Oh, millennials, but the the ones after, great leaders, almost like wise souls. Like they're always listening to everything that we have to say as mm-hmm. far as experience goes. Even mm-hmm. with music, they're like all attentive. They want to learn, mm-hmm. and they're more receptive than we think they are, right now. Okay. They're way more receptive. So when you talk, they expect them to soak it up. They might even look like they're not listening. Right, but they are. But they are. They just that's how they listen. They soak it up. They they don't mind looking away from you to listen to you. So are, that's a are, are, a are good you, trait. Are you saying that there's hope that the idea of programming and conditioning will be completely dismantled? Um, I don't think it'll be dismantled because the people are gonna master it, and then the schemers are gonna use it. So now whatever come out that oh you know this is a new thing mm-hmm. schemers are gonna find a way to, to transform that thing into a scheme right this is true I mean they always scammers and schemers like they they have a exceptional ability to adapt I say be more involved be more involved in whatever it is you're doing mm-hmm. if it's not eye contact involved mm-hmm. you're not doing it mm-hmm. if it's not eye contact and I know that COVID and all of this shit but if you're doing something mm-hmm. you should be learning it by doing it right and um i think that we should teach and encourage like the kids that are out right now trying to do stuff we should show them more love and um show them what they don't know because i'm pretty sure uh, some of them might not know about rakim or cool g rap you know and if we put them on they might learn to do something with that you know what i'm saying not saying that these are particular artists we could put them on Uh but the greats that we know that they overlooked just due to science, you know, in time. Like, they just weren't alive during that time. Yeah, I, I think there is a, in this age that we're in, I think, for me, right. I'll say that the programming is becoming, I think it's, it might, I'm going to be hopeful. I think it's wearing off. I think more people are kind of getting hit so what's really quarantine helped here. that quarantine helped that Quite a lot some, but yeah because it was almost like a detox right because quarantine allowed people to step outside themselves because if you were actually quarantining that was a very it's, it is a very self-reflective time because yeah. you get to look at everything you were doing and realizing i, I did a lot of stupid shit i wasted <laughs> a lot of time doing shit that don't really matter and you also surrounded in your worth so what I mean by that is you stuck in the house with the things that you own mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. Because think about it. 
you leave the house to go work to maintain the things at the house, but right. then you're too tired to enjoy the house because you're right. working so much. You can't, you can't even enjoy the fruits of your labor. So quarantine allowed you to stare at the shit and realize that, one, some of these things don't matter. That's what half of the world probably was saying. Mm-hmm. Some of these things don't matter to me. Why am I unhappy? I don't like any of these things. Like, they probably used it up. You know, used whatever it was, and they're like, oh, this don't make me happy. And then some people realize that they've been investing into themselves on low key. Right. And are accessing these things and saying, yo, there's something here. And it's like a new day, a new light. So half of them is going through shit because they realize, yo, I invested all of my time in Uncle Sam. Right. And I don't really have anything of my own. Right. And I think, and that's. And Uncle Sam took a step back. Yeah, because they try to, they're trying to figure it out. And I think that correlates to this, this, this decrease in programming because we've been in quarantine for so long. We've been able to look at those certain things. I know even for myself, like, I mean, I already was on a wave of like, and a lot of this shit don't really matter. But quarantine has really shown. You like to play devil's advocate. But not even devil's advocate, but quarantine has showed me, like, in the context of this conversation, it's shown me that, you know, the programming really had a hold on all of us. Mm -hmm. Like, it, 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 like, I was aware of it, but quarantine made me really zoom out and, like, yo, we are Mm -hmm. all really on a hamster wheel for real. Like, we are beholden to these structures that keep us working pay bills working pay bills work and it's just like hold on now we're looking at okay what is this corporation actually doing okay why is my money going here when shit is fucked up over here like be more aware right awareness right it, it raised awareness in a way to it it made is is made a lot of people be like you know what i'm gonna take more onus on my life so i'm gonna learn new skills right i'm gonna learn i'm gonna tap into my creative energy like you know how many people i see that i know who've started creative projects and i'm just like your fam i didn't know you had an ounce of creativity in you like nah man i've just been in the house i've been needing to do something and they and something beautiful emerged out emerges of out of it because you're just like fuck I can't work I can't go nowhere what am I gonna do mm-hmm. so like I think the this 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 age I'm gonna just say the age this age of awareness I think quarantine sparked that because it forced a lot of us to look inward instead of looking for things outward because without quarantine we're out in the world we at shows restaurants we're dealing with all of these things that are kind of keeping our vibration low to kind of get a little metaphysical a little bit mm-hmm. it's like we did we hit the club i'm going to the bar i'm at my homie crib i'm going to the movies and all of those things are gone mm-hmm. so it's like okay so where's my energy going mm-hmm. and it forces you to look inward like okay mm-hmm. so what do i like exactly oh shit i like to build stuff i mm-hmm. like to, to di diy mm-hmm. i can make shit with my hands shit i could learn an instrument right See the there's different forms of expression. Right. And when you go to the club and you dance, you're expressing. But you also blow two hundred dollars and then you're fucking passed out vomiting. <laughs> and you wake up and you're like, yo, there's no worth here. Right. Like 
it was a good night and yeah maybe i could have maybe two more of those i got two more nights like that in me in my life yeah but at the end of the day it's not worth when it, you man. express through the means of creation it's always alive now right it's a thing now and you can see it right. because your time went into it to so that it could be right and, and that's like Damn, you know people. playing god like you just creating in his image the way he creates mm -hmm. we're creating and that fills your heart with fulfillment because you're doing what's in your heart's desire. You know, the reason you could create it is because it's in you. It's a gift already in you. So you got to explore the gift. Do you do you think this time that we've been in has made people realize that they've had that the whole time? Well, people dream. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, it's a subconscious place. The things that happen in your dreams while you're asleep, they affect you while you're awake. Mm -hmm. If you don't even clearly remember them, they still influence you. So I think everybody dreams, not just dreams, but also dreams of like a better life. Right, right. And in that better life is an intuition. Mm -hmm. Like in that sight mm -hmm. of trying to see that is an intuition. And then there's a communication. Mm -hmm. to how to arrive there right and when you think about it you can see even sometimes others have the gift to see like i believe i have a gift of seeing what somebody is made of right, right. and like bringing it out right, squeezing right. it out or knowing what to do to them to get it right, right, right. and train them into like yo you're, that's what you're gonna be you're gonna be a performer mm -hmm. or you're gonna be a guitarist mm -hmm. you're gonna be a songwriter whatever it is you do in the music lane, I feel like I'm good at that. And even any other thing, like humanitarian goals, like you, for example, I could see you being a good networker mm -hmm. of people. You know how to bring people together. Mm -hmm. You know how to have real conversations mm -hmm. and also good companionship. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to talk with you and you learn stuff right. as opposed to like, oh, we just talking right. and people are just coming together to see us talk, see mm -hmm. what we would say. No, they come in and they also learn it. And that's what you feel like is the higher power, higher purpose. If we could learn something and talk and have a couple of laughs, then we're in the we're in the green. Right. And it's just pose that conversation every day. What are you doing? You know, what is it that you're doing? What are you doing yourself? You're doing it yourself. What is it that you're doing yourself? How can I help? Right. We need to be more hands on with other people's stuff even if it means to purchase it or even if it means to tell somebody else about it that i mean i know and we're doing it already because no. we cut from that cloth we know what the world needs we're the the 90s survivors uh -huh. we're terraformers uh -huh. we're made to help fix the world from its fucked upness that's why you're over here preaching about bullying and bringing bullying back because you're like yo bullying was necessary it is it's a character it's a character builder it is because if you can take it then yo steel sharpen steel yeah we're... but it's that collision that causes the steel to sharpen it's not it's not it doesn't get sharp by slowly you know grinding them together pause you gotta strike it Good it's boy. gotta be I'm on it today. Nah, nah, you, 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 you right you're making on me pay for it. Yeah, every yeah, time yeah. I say some, some shit. Yeah, you, you was right on target with it. I hear the gavel. Ba ba ba, overrule. No, I, I, I think, um, the optimist in me is happy from 
kind of where the optimist in me is happy to where the culture is shifting. Mm. It's shifting to, you know, like everything we said, it's, it's, it's shifting to a more enlightened, mm-hmm. more creative, f- forward thinking type of space mm-hmm. instead of everybody being so comfortable in the veil of regular life. Because before all of this, you know, everyone was comfortable with just working, partying, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, there's some people out here who are still comfortable with that, even in quarantine. But now I think a, a lot of us are taking that, taking this time to really, like you were saying, sharpen our sword and believe in the abilities that were there the entire time. And that's why I'm so like, that's why I'm saying the optimist in me because it's like the more I'm seeing people stray away from the system that was built for us, the more I'm thinking, okay, we, there's hope. There's hope there. I always felt like it was hope. You know, even when we talked on prior episodes mm-hmm. for episodes straight mm-hmm. about how fucked up 2020 was yeah, and how right. dark things were, I always felt like there was hope because um, I could always guarantee balance. You know, that balance is always going to happen. So even if I don't get to reap the benefit of the balance... You still get to see it. I still get to see it, you know, and kids are the future. This is true. So we got to invest in the kids because that's all we got. You know, if if you could try to change the world as much as you can while you're alive, Mm -hmm. the best way to change the world is to raise good children. This is true. That's it, because now you know you're leaving the world in better hands. Yeah. Because they're going to be the adults. They're going to be the ones with the decisions. And also, if we could affect fixing the world now while while we can have a choice because our kids don't really have a say or are thinking or even know that much about how the world is suffering. Right. That we're going to leave it in poor condition. Right. And I think even, you know, if you have children and you're implement, in, implementing that type of drive in them, even if you don't succeed in your life, they will see what you attempted to do and pick up where you left off. Exactly. And that's still a better fight. It's yes. still a, a better odds it's, it's of winning. It's passing right. the torch. Passing the torch. And by the way, you know, we're not destroying the world. I mean, we're hurting the world, mm-hmm. but the world don't need us to live. So we got to understand that we're not damaging the, the, the earth, I should say. The world is the lie Uh the world is the bodies and nations Uh and the politics Uh the earth is what overrules that because the earth is the planet and whatever the planet decide to do oh yeah it's a wrap if it decide to flood everything oh yeah it's it's still gonna be a planet yeah it's still gonna be earth it's still gonna gonna be ticking yeah it's still gonna be humming yeah we not gonna be on it but we ain't gonna be on it yeah so what we need to do is protect our future Uh And make sure that we still have a habitat, you know? And when I say habitat, I mean the oxygen, I mean the plant life, and I mean the animals that were here. Mm-hmm. And and also, you know, the animals that we're creating that aren't supposed to be here <laughs> for our benefit. Because cows ain't just out here, naturally. Yeah, there ain't that many cows, bro. No, like... It, it, I mean, like, now there's tons of cows, but why? Because we're abusing them all. Right. We're abusing them all. We're, we're, we're creating them without their 
naturally agreeing to create to do that we're filling them full of shit they don't know what's up we're beating them we're we're uh just go have a house. treating them horribly just so i can have a sirloin so you can have a nasty ass suffering sirloin t-bone and you don't know it so i got oh shit so i can have my goddamn prime rib Nah, you're right though. I I I feel you. We gotta think I more, you. you know, because you are what you eat, and you know, in Islam and in, even in in other religions and stuff, knowing what you eat, you know, your hand isn't the same hand from five years ago, ten years ago. Right. You know, you shed dead skin every day. Mm-hmm. You you, your hair fall out every day. So you know what? That's a good analogy. I I think that's where we are. I think we're still in the cocoon. I don't think we've blossomed yet into like a more enlightened society, but I think we're in a cocoon. I don't know no, if we'll see yeah, it now. Nobody, nobody knows what it is to ask the right questions just yet. Yeah, I like don't think, they're starting to. Though. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll. I don't know if we'll see it. Nah, I doubt if we'll see it in our lifetime. If well, I think we'll see it because it's gonna be sudden. It's gonna be very sudden, mm-hmm. and you're just gonna be like, "Oh, I've been saying this the whole time," but uh, we don't practice the dialogue. Right. You know what is life? That's the right question. What is your purpose? We ask this every day, yeah. really, but nobody follows through. They just get up and they follow. Not enough of us. Not enough. See, of us. anything that take persuasion uh. for you to do is bullshit. It's a story somebody sold you, and everything you got to reassure yourself of every day. Uh-huh. Right? That's that's not easy. Like you have to say it to yourself to do it. Uh-huh. That means somebody sold you on a lie. Uh. And you just got to tell yourself that thing to keep trucking. So that little lie, as long as two, three, four people are simultaneously telling you the same thing, that's like telling, you'll do it. That's like telling kids, yo, you need to go to college or you need to do this. Exactly. Do like that. your parents, I'm sure, may have mentioned to you, you know, your your peers, yeah. Yeah. you know, your teachers. Yeah, you everybody tell you the same thing. Now you're like, oh, I got to do that. It makes sense. But what happened in our lifetime? It wasn't necessary. We realized, nah, yo, hold up, I'm gonna owe how much? Yeah. Nah, this don't this don't make sense. This don't add up. Yeah, I I I think our I, parents may have not had a choice because it was too traditional, but now we live in the era of accountability and yo, every man feed himself, every woman feed herself right. type shit. For real. For real, that's how it is. You know, and everybody's out for for self and that's why people are selfish because everybody's like fighting for something you know and and people are hungry out here it's true i see hunger even in my own city absolutely and and you know what as much as we come on this show and just talk about all of the ills of the world and how fucked up things are i will say i'm going to speak for frankie too i will say we, we we both believe in the power of change and humanity like i don't i don't see us just letting this thing go to complete shit as much as as much as sometimes it may feel that way i don't really see humanity just saying you know what we're just gonna spiral into despair i don't see it so shout out to us for that for being hopeful keep hope alive man it's there man Shout out to the somebody said I forgot the I saw some like one of these horoscope people call it the age or something I can't remember the name of it right now, yeah. but um that was good man that was a good conversation bro yeah. uh let's see we'll go back to music what the fuck have I been listening to um 
like I said, I've been listening to a lot of funk music. Okay. But my boy Freddie Gibbs dropped a new song with Schoolboy Q called Gang Signs. You know I was blasting that shit. You know goddamn well I was blasting that shit. It's hot. Hold on, bro. Because you playing. I'm already downloading. Yeah, go stream uh, Gang Signs by Freddie Gibbs featuring Schoolboy Q. You know, in our conversation earlier about gangster music, you see, you hear how groovy that shit is? I'm with the shits. You did what I'm saying? So this is what made you come to this realization? Yeah, yeah, man. I like just, groovy shit. I, I mean, I've always known I like groovy shit, but like I said, now that I know that it's rooted in funk music, now, mm-hmm. it's, now, mm-hmm. I, now I know more directly to look for. Like, right. when I'm in the mood to like... I need something mm. I go write the funk music right, It always right. evens me out But um, On the other side of that Shout out to the R&B group Van Jess They dropped the EP called Homegrown This is super super dope I love Van Jess I think they're from the No I think they're from Africa They might be Nigerian somewhere. I might be completely wrong But either way Stream Van Jess's EP Homegrown For that good old R&B music And um yeah, that's all I'm listening to, bro. I've, I've, nice. I'm, I haven't been listening to a lot of music outside of things that I've that's already on my library already. I haven't. It's not a lot of new music out that I'm like, yo, I gotta listen to this shit. So, yeah. so, so shout out to Freddie Gibbs, shout out to Van Jess. Um, you know, before we get out of here, uh, Jada Kiss is the new voice of the MTA. <laughs> so shout out to Jada Kiss. So if you in New York City and you get on the train, you might hear Jada Kiss's voice over the intercom. Oh shit! So shout out to Jada Kiss. Um, Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out is back. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he apologized enough, so now he got his show back. So shout out to Nick Cannon and all of the Wildin' Out crew. I'm happy they back. And uh, shout out to Stacey Abrams because she's nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. So shout out to all of those people, man. I'm, I'm glad things are happening. I'm glad things are moving. And um, yeah, man. I think that's it, bro. I think that's it, bro. We I, I enjoyed this conversation. This was a very endearing, endearing conversation. So um, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash. 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Guys on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's T Corn on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the Dojo on IG at the Dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, and tell a motherfucking friend. And self awareness for the stress. Hey. Be aware, beloved. Open your eyes. There's things going on out here. You dig what I'm saying? Y'all be safe with your goddamn mask because COVID is still out here. It ain't going nowhere. Just because you're not seeing it in the news as much doesn't mean that that shit went away. 
is still out here. Wear two masks if necessary. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? But happy Black History Month. Shout out to all my black people. I love y'all. And y'all be safe. We see y'all next week, man. One.